First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, yesterday you saw the Reserve Bank Governor Lesetho Chaniaho announcing the decision by the Monetary Policy Committee to keep interest rates on hold. And within that, he said the worst... Uh, the worst signs that inflation is now beginning to ease, coming in at around 5.2%, still fairly high. Food price inflation, uh, lower than it has been, but still very high as well. Mervyn Abrahams is the program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group. Mervyn, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to all your listeners. Official figures keep telling us that food price inflation is coming down. Obviously, food prices are still going up. What are you seeing? So, Stephen, in the last quarter of last year, our index reflected uh, a a slowing down of inflation. Over that period, we had something in the region of about a a 2.5% drop in the cost of the basket. But however, the January results has been quite shocking. When the January data came in, it showed a spike in food prices in January. So, for instance, we've seen in our basket an increase of 86 rand or 1.7% increase between December and January, taking the cost of our basket now to 5,324 rand and our year-on-year increase to 407 or 8.3%. So, whether this is is, uh, just a blip uh, or whether this now indicates that we are are going to see increasing food prices. Of course, we have to wait to see what the trend will be. But uh, we had really expected that uh, the declining level of food inflation will be with us into the first quarter of this year, and that does not seem to be happening. Uh, and Stephen, I might say uh, the reason why we are so concerned is that, for instance, the prices increased in all the metro cities of South Africa, so it wasn't isolated to just one area. It also uh, showed increases in 19 out of our 44 uh, foods, so that's almost half the basket. And thirdly, it is again showing the main increases to be in the core foods, the foods that people use to cook a pot of food, and and, and that is why it's so, so worrying. Also, the timing's terrible, because in January, people have a lot of other expenses around schooling. Exactly. And so so uh, uh, I don't know if if your listeners would agree with me, but I, I spend quite a bit of time walking around stores in December to see the amount of consumers, consumer activity. And it, it definitely was a decline. Uh, and whether that was because people just didn't have enough money to to, to purchase uh, 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 stuff for December or whether they were saving it for the January, the back to school period. Uh, but there definitely was a decline. And, and so it's quite clear that the retail sector is taking a knock and we are wondering whether they are trying to recoup their profits in January by increasing the cost of some of these foods. One of the important things your index does is that you have different people in different places so in the northern cape in springbok and tuba tuba in uh, kzn and then uh, most of the major centers are you seeing regional variation i notice uh, and, and i look for springbok each time you release this because it seems that in some cases the increases are higher there which suggests that life is tougher in smaller rural places 
Exactly, Stephen. And that that is the situation of small towns South Africa. And of course, it, it can be explained by the fact that, uh, you know, our production and manufacturing sectors, our ports are closer to, for instance, the city of Durban and, and Cape Town, etc. Uh, and, and so it does take more uh, uh, fuel logistics to get food to small towns South Africa. But yes, in Springbok, for instance, we've seen a 17.7 percent year-on-year increase in our basket while for instance in 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 Durban it is at 7.8 in Cape Town it is at 5.4 so there are variations uh, and a lot of those variations are really where uh, our manufacturing and our food production systems are located and what it costs to transport it to to some of these smaller areas Life's got so tough for so many people, um, Mervyn, and it's just sort of getting harder and harder. And I kind of I kind of know we're past the tipping point in many ways. But the stories we've seen of extreme hunger in the Eastern Cape, for example, do we need to prepare for more stories like that? Stephen, if this if these prices continue as they do, then it really it really we have to prepare for more. And I, I we believe that's the tip of the iceberg that we are seeing being reported in the media. Uh, and the reason for that is is that gap between income and expenditure is just ever increasing. So so for instance, the three biggest expenses for working class households are transport, electricity and food. And in these three expenses, we see increases well above the CPI level. And more often than not, wages are increased by CPI. Uh, uh, Social grants are not keeping track with the real life increases. Uh, So we're seeing this gap continuing. And of course, as it continues, the one area that households control on is really food. And so they buy less food or they buy less nutritious food. And so we see hunger increasing across the country. Mervyn Abrahams, thank you. Program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice Dignity Group.